0: Hey and welcome to the Healthy Minds podcast today with Kerry Sexton and Carly Thornton.
1: We're going to be discussing a wide variety of topics and bringing on different guests to help you grow, get inspired, get motivated, and reach your full potential. Today I am joined by Emma Gordy Storrin. No.
0: <laughs> oh. Hang on. Started so well, Emma Gordy Storin. I quite like it. I I think I might go with that.
1: Emma Story Gordon.
0: There we go. Okay. I I just be fair. It wouldn't be like us to start with like a <laughs> normal introduction with it. <laughs> oh.
1: Right. Let's go. Let's go. Today I am joined by Emma Gordy Storin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where?
0: Maybe my little hair. Hang on. I think we should keep this in. Gordon. 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 Why can't I are say want me to just introduce yes. myself? That's it. That's it. That's why it sounded weird. How long have you known me, Carly? I don't
1: know. Too many years.
0: <laughs> Ten, <laughs> Ten years or
1: something? <laughs> well, it's your fault I a bloody double brown name. Anyway. I know, I
0: know.
1: Right. So today we are joined by Emma Story Gordon how are you Emma?
0: I'm great thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so
1: we are going to be discussing lockdown tips and how to build more positive habits for your daily routine mental health and well-being. So Emma what have possibly
0: you changed or incorporated? I wouldn't say like we were just talking about this before we came on for me personally not that much changes. Hmm. I have quite a positive outlook anyway. And I think one one of the reasons that I do is because I like to play this game like kind of throughout life where like if anything shitty and negative happens, Hmm. there is always an opportunity to find a positive in it. 100%!
1: See, I love that. That is exactly the same
0: outlook as I have because
1: yeah there's there's always going to be something hard and i'm not i'm not um downplaying lockdown because it is very bad you know a lot of jobs are at risk etc etc but that's the bit that you cannot control so don't put all your energy on what you can't control and shift that energy onto something more productive
0: yeah exactly but even like little things in life like you're like oh do you know what the the train's late today which means i'm gonna be late for my meeting not ideal okay but that does mean you've got more time to prep or you can call a mate or you can write a little start writing a blog on your phone or you know whatever it is that you do that is enjoyable that you can find a little positive in and if you do that throughout life with just like little things Mm. it actually builds up to a much more positive outcome and you can do it with bigger things too like oh you get dumped I mean it's not great is it It's it's a pretty shitty time but That is a chance to grow from that situation and more time spent on yourself, spent on your family, spent on your business, your work, your career, whatever it is, again, that's important to you. Yeah, it's tough. Like no one's saying that this thing is now a positive. No one's now saying lockdown is a positive. Like, Mm. as you've just said, there's people that are really going to struggle during this and there's huge knock on effects of this but there are positives to be found within the negative situation and if you kind of have that outlook on life of this is a bit of a game like yeah something really awful happened but even if there's a little silver lining i can find Mm. i'm going to be the one that finds that and i'm going to be the one that looks for it and that change in mindset will have a huge impact on your life i think i think that
1: that comes to building the positive habits though because you've obviously throughout the years you've built these small increments of things the way you think about certain situations and then when when um, something bigger happens it's like a compound effect and all of these little positive habits that you do daily anyway with your mindset and how you how you look about a, a small situation when a big situation happens you've still got that mindset and I think what's probably happening is where people aren't take into account how they're thinking about things daily, even if it is a small thing, then when something big happens, they're going to think about it even worse. So um, now is the perfect time to build any positive habit, isn't it? Um, I think it's more, you know, it's easy for the mind to have a negative habit because that's the way we're built. So we have to drill it into ourselves daily.
0: Yeah, and most people actually, especially it seems in the UK, most people aren't even just neutral, they're actually negative. Mm. So as in something happens and they look for the worst in that situation. Like the train's late, oh, that means I'm going to be late all day, that means I probably won't get this job, that means I won't have this meeting, blah, 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 like it's the worst possible situation. Mm. Whereas if you can take a step back and think, I mean, even I really like the rule about, then people use different amounts of time for this but basically will it matter next week yeah and for some things yes it will still matter next week but like then you think okay well will this matter in a year Then mm. then you like you know you, i think it's especially true when little things can ruin your whole mood for the day for example the train being late that could put you in a bad mood for the whole day whereas if you just take a step back and think will i care about this next week no yeah so don't spend your whole day being pissed off about it
1: yeah saying that the uh last week when the traffic was so bad going to london and i was supposed to for the first time i was supposed to um go to this crossfit class never been i was literally super excited about it right so i'm getting there and i was on the tom tom there was an accident so there was i was about gonna be about half an hour late so i've always sent them so oh my god i'm really sorry i'm gonna be late they're like it's okay um, it'll be fine so anyway so I got well I was trying to get there and then as soon as I got to the location everywhere was permit only I was like oh no like legit this is not supposed to happen you know when it's like this is just not supposed to happen that's fine so anyway I was driving around and then I found a place to park but it I would have basically gone in there with about like a naughty school kid really late and had about 10 minutes spare and there's literally no point so for me I was like well you know what it's just not worth it and I said to them you know what too late blah 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 we'll do it another time and they were like literally cool but I had to drive home obviously after an hour and a half drive and then hour and a half drive back for my Saturday so that was three hour road trip and I actually voiced that in my, one of my friends laughing about it and they were like oh that's so crap like oh you've just wasted hours I actually was quite nice because I just had real time out on my own in the car like I actually I actually liked it I enjoyed
0: it because this (laughs) is how bad lockdown has got Carly's buzzing about going for a three-hour road trip (laughs) on her own (laughs) in traffic around (laughs) London (laughs) okay (laughs) what a treat for you but like that's what I love about you is that you do find positives in situations or you you're very good at just thinking this is what's happened yeah like there's no point crying about it because it's just going to make things worse and i'm just going to yeah. move
1: on i think the thing is i I've, I've read a lot of books and one of the books or podcasts i listened to it basically just said a lot of things just you know things when they're out of your control instead of getting really hyped about them just say to yourself yeah that's annoying and then move on. And that's kind of what I do. Yeah, it's annoying, but it is what it is. And because there's nothing you can do. And I've always built that concept from that. So that really helps move a lot of things, even big things, like when we lost money um, as a company because we made a bit of an error. And yeah, I, lo- I lost money, but it's annoying. Can I do anything about it?
0: No, but I can learn the next time. So... Yeah, and some things are harder to swallow than others. And I think it's also okay to be like do you know what like whatever it is losing money lockdown like it is a bit overwhelming I am going to take a second just to allow myself to be like a bit down about it but then I'm going to pick myself up and move on from it Mm. and I think sometimes people are like almost try to be too positive and suppress all the negative Mm. emotions it's fine we'll be fine like this is going to happen and it's going to be so great we lost all this money but we'll learn from it and And it's okay to be like that was really crap and I'm going to spend like an hour just moping around a bit and then I'm going to get up and move on from that
1: yeah no 100% yeah you still have to feel all of the emotions it's just not letting them control you for the whole day um because mm-hmm. I mean that if you're if you're doing that then you can't focus on anything
0: yeah exactly That's... so it's like feel them assess whether there is actually anything you can or need to do about them yeah and then be like actually being angry about this doesn't serve me at all yeah there's nothing i can do about it now time to move on
1: so tell us um what do you do to help you and you might not know kind of exactly what they are because you're used to doing everything but is there certain books that you've read in the past because you're always you haven't you was never born this way so you've kind of probably slowly progressed into this sarcastic lovable (laughs) no but yeah what what do you what do you do that possibly you know someone else can think that is a really good idea
0: well firstly i don't know where a lot of it comes from and some of it is probably nurture like how you were brought up and things and because i i distinctly remember i got rejected from about 10 PhDs (laughs) well maybe not 10 maybe five but they're they're big like you have to write a whole report and you have to go to an interview and then it was always like oh there was you were second there was one other person really sorry like and I remember every single time I got the rejection phone call I would I would be like really upset for about an hour and I was like I'm not doing it anymore I don't want to do it and then genuinely Mm -hmm. within two hours I'd be like looking for the next one to write a project proposal for. Yeah, and so I don't know where that came from because at that age I didn't like there was nothing I didn't really sit down appraise the situation just like this is a learning curve and I'm going to move on I was just like there was a sort of innate okay well I still want this so I'm just going to work harder mm. now I remember every single crap race I ran when I used to do athletics it would make me train harder mm-hmm. and I think there there are some people who failure makes them or perceived failure, whatever. It it was a failure to me. Like I came last in a race, whatever. A lot of people see that and they're like, I'm going to give up. Whereas some people are like, "Hmm, I need to train a hell of a lot harder. Yeah, it gets that kind of determination. Yeah, like how do you get someone from like a perceived failure being motivating Mm. or a perceived failure being demotivating? And, And I think part of it is the fixed versus changeable mindset. Mm. where a lot of people think oh I got rejected from that PhD because I'm just not good enough I'm never good enough whatever or I lost that race because I'm not fast and everyone's faster than me whereas I always see it as okay well I wasn't good enough so what do I need to do to get better yeah I am better and I think the belief in yourself or more the belief that things are changeable and that you can change yourself probably comes a lot from your upbringing Like, that real instilled belief, especially at that age. I think now, like you're saying, you can, there's loads of books about um, fixed versus changed mindsets and how to get around that headspace. But I think the language that people use about you from a young age can have a huge impact. Like, Mm -hmm. when people are like, oh, I remember getting told at school, I'd I'd never be good at spelling. I'm just not good at spelling. You should never tell a child that. Yeah. You're not good at spelling now but we can work on it so I think that and the language you use about yourself but also the language you use about your parents use about you or you use about your children should always be instilling that yeah okay so maybe you're not very good at whatever it is now but what's like the only way you're going to get better at it is by working at it and that's the kind of probably what's rubbed off on me from my parents yeah yeah
1: no i think that's very true but then you do i mean you do have um some people who have had really bad upbringings, and, and they've kind of do it in the reverse so i mean do
0: you do you believe everyone can change that's a, a bit of a thought yeah thing. and actually i think what's like amazing about it and people are more changeable than you think mm. there was a really cool study done um, well actually I listened to this on a podcast there's numerous studies showing this but even people's what you think are fixed traits aren't fixed which in some ways is a bit scary so for example you might be like like I've known you for 10 years you've always been hilarious right and I've always enjoyed your company that I'm like oh Carly's funny and you think that's a
1: fixed trait yeah yeah.
0: even people's personality traits can change oh you know what 100% and
1: sometimes they change because there's changes happening as well. Because I know that since, um, you know, you've um, I've experienced more traumatic times, um, I've actually, it's changed me as a person. So I'm not the same person now as I was six months ago. Um, so that, you know, I, I totally 100% get what Yeah, and I've experience.
0: seen you, I've seen you change massively over the years. But mm. the thing is, people use that as negative. Like, if if I said to Car- Carla, you've changed, yeah. you're not how you used to be, that's perceived as negative. Whereas if someone says that to me, I'm like, good. I hope yeah. I wasn't the same person I was at uni when I knew you. Like, yeah. of course I've changed. Like, you are meant to grow and change and adapt and hopefully I've changed for the better.
1: Yeah.
0: But when people say that, it's normally like a negative, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, 100% it is.
0: But I mean, do you do any kind of anything
1: daily? Do you read daily? Do you listen to podcasts? What do you so do?
0: I have a morning routine and it's not one of those crazy Instagram morning routines that's like I wake up at 5 a.m. and start growing my coffee and I don't know, like do an hour's meditation and mm. blah, blah, blah. It's literally, it's really simple. I just get up, I drink a glass of water. I do a couple of push-ups, a couple of squats. And then I read without my phone. Mm. And it's not like, unfortunately, it's like, it's normally like academic reading. It's not like um, reading for pleasure, but whatever. I mean, I think like, I mean, a morning routine is excellent, but it has to be applicable to you. Mm. So For a while it was get up, do a bit of my back rehab, like maybe answer questions on Instagram. I don't know. It like, It has to work for you. Mm. What I would say is actually maybe not the Instagram thing, like having your phone away, especially at the start of the day, I find I'm so much more productive in terms of like creative thinking and writing and, and like, I guess, reading as well, but anything that needs quite a lot of brain power, I like to do first thing in the day, but the, the sort of power of a morning routine. And even if you just cut that down to, I get up, I drink a glass of water and I do three exercises, 10 reps of each. Like yeah. it's not about the physical, it's about the mental. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. starting that day with a positive will mean that the choices I make throughout that day are more positive. Mm. Like that's been shown numerous times in research. Like there's studies that show, even if you're never told what you weigh, if you wake up and weigh yourself every day, it it's the first intention is, like let's say I'm on a fat loss program. Yeah. Like The first thing I do that day is think about my weight. Mm. now obviously we know that there are problems with scale weight etc etc but basically you're setting an intention okay so given that i want to lose body fat the choices i make throughout the day are going to align with that because i've started my day that way yeah if it was i want to get really fit okay you wake up and you do a little bit of exercise it doesn't have to be a full workout Mm. it's just the intention is there Mm. and then you almost naturally make better choices throughout the day because of that yeah. So I think starting your day right is really important. Yeah. And I think it's good to highlight that you said that it doesn't
1: have to be long because I think I think this this whole thing of a morning routine has to be hours. I haven't got time you know, I haven't got time to read. Well, you may not have time to read a lot, but you could read a page, a page a day, you know? Um I know yeah,
0: ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes or even if you don't want it like that's why it's kind of easier for me like I'll be like, I'll read a piece of research right which Mm -hmm. doesn't particularly take me very long whereas if it was like opening a book and you get into the book and then you sort of sit there for an hour like no I couldn't do Mm -hmm. that I kind of need to get up and go and do something yeah but it could be even reading the paper yeah like it's just something yeah I wouldn't read the paper in the morning it's way too
1: negative yes probably (laughs) 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 that wasn't a very good bit of advice
0: there feel really stressed (laughs) realize that everything's going on in the world and you don't know what to do and then just continue an anxious mess for the
1: rest of the day (laughs) you know what i i've um incorporated even though i've always read well not always but quite a few years i've read um i i was like i'm quite a slow reader and I get distracted by my phone by looking to see what the time is. So I think, I want to read for a certain amount of time. Um, You know, I want to start, you know, getting on the computer and blah, 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 by kind of nine o'clock. So I'm also doing my coffee and I'm there. So my habit was, I was reading, but I kept on looking at my phone for the time. And because I was looking at the time, I saw everything else on there. So now what I do, I set an alarm. So I can put my phone down and I know that I can just read and I don't need to know the time because the alarm is going to go off. Now, that alarm could be like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, but it's a good way to then not have to look at your phone.
0: Yeah, I think we underestimate the amount, like I'll always have my phone in another room while I'm working. Like mm. I think, and it's like it seems so ridiculous, but it like, makes such a difference to productivity. Mm. And I think even like, if I'm with friends and stuff now, Like I just won't even look at my phone because like you say. even if I look at the time but I see that a couple of my clients have emailed and you know there's a notification that I don't really understand and then I'm immediately stressed
1: yeah
0: I'm like oh, I need you to on this now you
1: automatically look at them don't you? you're going to be like oh it only
0: take a second I'll answer this email I'll only yeah. take a second I'll or even I do. won't even I won't open it but then the whole conversation I'm having with my friend or whatever I'm doing that I'm enjoying I'm thinking about, oh, what does that mean? Like, how could I, or yeah. I need to get home and do this, or I at least need to write a note to remind me to do this. or mm-hmm. So sometimes just taking it away.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think sometimes with removing anything like that is good. I do definitely do that. Uh, Sunday's my day of kind of reflecting and going out and about more than anything. So even if that's doing the housework. Um, I won't have my phone on me it will be left in another room I'll get on with that it's very therapeutic and if it's going out and about you know I don't generally do much with my phone at all because I want that time to I don't need to be doing an Instagram post telling anyone where I am right now because this is me enjoying that Mm. you know so I think I think that's a, a very good thing that maybe sometimes just you know it's okay not to have your phone hooked to you thinking about what else is everyone else is doing and what the latest gossip or news is because all of that can wait anyway.
0: Yeah, it'll still be there tomorrow when you get your phone back or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Especially in lockdown it'd be like Groundhog Day anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> Same as yesterday. Nothing. <laughs> so that's that's a good point. Like I think now or as we like kind of further lockdown mm. is uh it's a really important time to have a bit of structure yeah and i think that will really help and there's sort of two ends of the spectrum so from my clients i've had to say someone yesterday was just a bit uh, she's basically saying she was really overwhelmed and she's like there's so much i want to do in lockdown but i'm worried that like my the level of anxiety i have about doing all this stuff now is meaning i'll do nothing Mm. and i think people can quite easily get caught up in that and my advice to her was to set some really like basic Mm non-negotiables like basically it's getting started Mm. so I've said to her I want you to start a workout three times a week doesn't matter what you do after that now I know fine well that she'll finish the workout but even if she doesn't it's the habit and the routine of starting I want you to start your day with a good intention you've got a morning routine it will take less than 10 minutes You can definitely do that. Now, even if you don't do anything else that's quote-unquote productive for the rest of the day, you've done one thing. Yeah. Realistically, once you've done one thing, right at the start of the day, that will carry on to doing other things. Start your day right. It's going to carry on. Get outside every day. Even if it's 10 minutes because it's raining, make sure you get outside every day. So set yourself some targets that you can sort of tick off. But don't... I think the problem is people either... A set themselves really hard targets or b set themselves like a list of 20 things they have to do every day yeah Yes. Yeah. pick what's important to you pick four things or something and stick to those because the more and more you have they're not that important to you mm. like you might have the best intention of reading spending time with your kids and learning two different languages maybe starting like the piano again all the, and you're like, you're not going to do all of those things. Yeah, it's too much,
1: too overwhelming, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Know your values, pick what's important to you at the time. And then action that, like, make uh, daily habits that are going to get you closer to that goal. And I think breaking it down into that is really important. Yeah. No, I completely I completely
1: agree with you, because I think we've all done that. Even when you have, like, you have to do this for work and whatnot, it's, you know, you, you, over, you overestimate what you can achieve in a week but you underestimate how much you can achieve in say 10 years or whatever um I know that I do it because I'll write down what I need to do say on the Monday and then I'll come to half the day and I think oh god and why do I should have known that's going to take a lot longer than I put it down for but I always get this come up but you'll you'll get it in there you'll squeeze in and obviously I don't but it is I mean we we do that we get all overwhelmed we feel like we have to do everything straight away and you know, be this superhero, but um, to yeah, as you say, like just take take your time. Um, do something that you know you do want to do, and it doesn't have to be anything big. You say like you know, learn, use a do another language. It could be cooking, or it could just be having just more time for yourself. You know, it doesn't have to be work related, because I think a lot of people think of a structure has to be work related, and the structure doesn't have to be. Work related, it can be absolutely anything. It could be a self care structure, you know. It could be, you know, building your better relationship structure. How are you going to do that? You could start writing post it notes every morning to your other half, something sweet, so they see it every
0: morning. So I know, isn't that cute? Well, You're writing that down, on, aren't you? <laughs> so, yeah, that's cute, isn't it? But um, I expect daily pictures of. uh, post-its in the group now See
1: you yeah I'll, uh, I'll, I'll okay i'll keep you updated you
0: know yeah and i also think now's a good time to reassess your goals a bit because i've been doing this with clients over the weekend yeah. and it's very easy to like on a more general level i think as well kind of um project Or be projected on with other people's goals. So a lot of my clients, I think, expected me to want them to continue with fat loss, if that was their goal. Yeah. But something big has just happened. And maybe that's not a priority anymore. Maybe at the moment, all we want to do, you know, take the pressure off that. And we're just going to focus on staying active during lockdown. And you're going to spend more time with your kids because, I don't know, whatever, like if they're at Mm -hmm. home as well yeah like it's okay to change your goal when something big happens and yeah. if your values have shifted as well and what's important to you has shifted then you need to reassess the sort of daily behaviors that we just spoke about mm. and make sure they're still aligned with the goals that you yeah. care about because I think that's where so many people fall off meeting their goals because they don't care about them yeah because they think oh fat loss has always been my goal and then it always comes back to that and it's like you don't you don't reach it because you don't really want it that much yeah and that's fine like yeah. if you don't want to lose fat that's absolutely fine but yeah. that's part of the part of the reason why you're probably not getting there is because the drive isn't there mm. the goal isn't like your actions aren't aligned to your goals
1: mm. yeah no that's true very true yeah i think i do that slightly without actually knowing
0: um yeah i mean the same is true with business right everyone thinks you want, to, you want to make more money mm. that's the goal of a business. Not always.
1: Mm. And
0: especially when you get to sort of know a business and know how a business is run and understand VAT and understand actually how much money you can pay yourself without paying yourself without like basically having to pay a hell of a lot of tax and all these yes. things. And actually more money doesn't mean more happiness. Mm. And after a certain point, more money actually means less freedom yeah your business is so big you spend your whole time doing it so do you want a slightly smaller business but your quality of life is so much higher because it's Mm. less stress it's less time but you still have enough money to do all the things that you want to do yeah like it's it's an interesting one and and it's something that a lot of personal trainers fall into but also the same as your business as well Mm. like how big do you want to make it and and really what's your end goal yeah yeah do you want it to run on its own? Does that mean that actually, for the next five, ten years, you do need to put in the effort and you do yeah. need time before you can step back? Mm. Or are you happy to run it the whole time, but you don't want to work seven days a week?
1: Yeah,
0: you want to be able to take time off. And
1: yeah, yeah, 100%. I think I think it's literally um, the perfect opportunity to, to analyse and break things down because sometimes I think we're in the world where it is so fast-paced we actually lose touch with what we actually do actually want and what we think we want isn't always what we actually do want deep down um, but we just don't realize and i know that with lockdown and everything and having more time quality time to spend with you know fr- uh, friends and connect the outdoors and everything it's it's taught it has taught me a lot lot more than anything
0: yeah Yeah, no, I think that's another thing about sort of coming back to positives and stuff. Like you learn the most from like the hardest situations. Mm. No, no, I learned. So I split my disc earlier in the year and I learned a hell of a lot from being in chronic pain. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone, but it teaches you a lot about yourself. And it also taught me a lot about I've always exercised. Yeah. And like, if I was sad, I would go to the gym. If I was happy, I would go to the gym. If i felt anything i'd go to the gym like yeah. it was my outlet it made me happy but it also like it was it was what i always went to it was my go-to was exercise mm. now when that's taken away from you you can't do that you have to figure out another way of dealing with your emotions and that normally means actually facing them rather than just using exercise Love to numb you. your emotions yeah not food like you know it's either going to eat so that I don't have to think about this or I'm going to go to the gym so I don't have to think about this and sometimes mm. that's like a useful thing but I think it, when you're completely relying on it it's not yeah so I've become way more in touch with my own emotions through having a really bad injury mm. and and like yeah I mean I did learn a lot from it
1: mm. that's good that is good it's good that you've taken that away and you realize that you know sometimes you're you're running instead of actually facing something mm. which is it's easy to do and sometimes you don't realize um i mean i had that when obviously when i was competing and you know if anything bad happened or anything that i didn't want to face like bad relationship or whatever i'll just compete again because yeah. like it literally took my mind off everything but i didn't realize i was doing that until it came to a point where i saw that i was doing it and then when when i obviously when i stopped competing i was like wow now i have to face everything and i've literally for 10 years i've never had to face anything i've just built this bubble and now that's when you grow the most because in this past three years they've probably grown the most than they ever have but it's because i have to face things i've learned that i have to face things um
0: and it's it must be the same as you too then mm. and i think anyone listening like if you're someone who always keeps busy because that means you just have to think about other things, oh, I'll just keep busy because then I don't have to, like, that's another way of doing it, it's just, it doesn't have to be competing, it doesn't have to be an injury, it doesn't have to be forced on you, but you could self-reflect now and think, actually, I just keep really busy so I don't have to face certain things. Yeah, yeah, 100%, that, that's very relatable to probably a lot of people
1: actually, to be fair, with a lot of different situations, so, well, thank you for that, Emma.
0: Oh, that was lovely to chat to you. Yeah, it lovely to chat to
1: you. So how can people get in touch with you?
0: I am at Emma Gordy Story. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm at ESG Fitness on Instagram. That's probably the best place to get in touch with me. Okay,
1: fantastic. So please comment down below if you have any feedback and please subscribe and we will see you later.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode and we hope that you
1: enjoyed it. Please subscribe and if you do have any questions, then please direct message us on Carly underscore underscore Thornton or Kerry Sexton underscore IFBB Pro and we will catch you next time.